Hello, friends, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Just wanted to remind you all that if there are any different topics or guests that you would like to see on this podcast, you've been wanting to maybe get to know them a bit better offline, you know, through the podcast, definitely, definitely shoot me a DM, reach out to me. You guys know I'm always here for you. Definitely reach out. Enjoy this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I am Miss Alex on the line and super excited to chat in with her in terms of all the fun things of beauty, and she'll kind of chat more here on that um, shortly. But I was wanted to go ahead and introduce yourself, your company, and then let people know how long you've been in business for. Hi, yeah. Um, my name is Alex. Um, my company is Alexandria Grace Bridal. Um, I've been in business for going on four years now, so I'm still, I'm not, you know, not super, super far into it, but I've learned so much in those four years. It's not even funny, so yeah, four years now. Definitely, and how did you get started here in the industry? Um, So basically, I went to cosmetology school, and um, I was And basically, like, to make a very long story short, I just knew that I did not want to work in the salon after I was in cosmetology school. You go through, like, this, um, like, half of your hours are spent what they call on the floor, which is basically, like, mock salon life. And I was just, like, I was always booked, and I was, like, basically, like, not getting very many breaks and, like, not eating and stuff like that and I remember like talking to my instructor and she was like well this is literally how it is in a a salon and I was like okay cool don't want to do that so um and I had always been fairly good at just like styling before I was even in school um like I did my roommate's wedding before I ever went to cosmetology school and stuff like that like I've always had a passion for it so I just knew I wanted to pursue bridal stuff and then um I pretty much joined a bridal team to start and that was kind of how I was building my portfolio and like getting the practice and the work and then now I've just kind of gotten to the point where you know I was getting my own inquiries um, from brides and then yeah I'm just kind of perfecting and advancing in my craft and just continuing to grow basically. Yeah no definitely and do you now have a team of your own then or how does that all kind of look like? Um, so I don't have a team. Um, I've never really been kind of a person that likes the idea of like managing a full team. I don't know why. I just like don't really want to be a manager. <laughs> but um, I, I do have one assistant. Uh, her name is Grace, and she is amazing. Um, but she is basically like my her and I are like one on one right now. Um, we've kind of talked about possibly having additional people come on board in the future but I think right now like she's my focus I'm just trying to kind of um, advance her skills and her craft get her feeling comfortable to the point of being able to take you know brides on her own um, without me in attendance with her and um, also just get her to a place where she just feels like she is ready to share some of that workload you know like I kind of like the fact that I can any extra work I have, I can pretty much 
give to her at this point in time just to give her that hands-on practice. But if I brought somebody else on, I would have to split that work up, which um, I don't really want to do at this point in time. But we've, we've discussed, like, expanding in the future. I don't think I'm ever going to have, like, a huge team <laughs> watch list five years down the road. Right. I have this, like, massive team. <laughs> right. So don't, don't quote me on it. <laughs> But at this at this moment in time, I don't think I want to have, like, a, a huge team to manage or anything. I think maybe just, like, a small but, like, elite team would be good. You know, I really, I really take the time to, like, you know, one-on-one train uh, um, Grace. And so I would want to do the same exact thing for anybody coming onto the team. I would want to make sure that those girls are capable of producing – the same looks in the same style that I am for my clients to just know that my clients are going to be in good hands, you know? Sure. No, definitely. And it's so funny that you say that though, because that's why I love this podcast because you can look back (laughs) on it down the line and be like, Oh, well, I'm just going to stick my foot in my mouth. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's happened to me so many times in my life where I've like said that I wasn't going to do something and that something wasn't going to be. And then it totally ended up going the opposite of how I thought. So. Right. <laughs> it happens all the time. No, definitely. Um, so then do you, you do hair and makeup then or just hair? I'm just hair. Yeah, I haven't really wanted to. I don't personally have a passion for um, makeup. I don't even really wear makeup myself, to be honest. And so I feel like if I don't even, like, put it on my own face, I really shouldn't even be touching other people's faces when it comes to that. So I don't personally, yeah, I don't personally do makeup. I'm just just a hair person. That's, That's where my heart truly lies. Okay. No, for sure. Um, so then wedding day, event day, anytime you're really getting your hair done, what are some tips and tricks that you might have to have your hair hold? So when it comes to like special occasions, um, especially if you are hiring out to have somebody do your hair for a special occasion, I mean, really, that's going to fall on the stylist for the most part. And really, maintenance on your hair, it kind of, even like for just daily use, it kind of stems from the beginning phases and the products that you're using and the tools that you're using, like when you're actually doing it in the beginning because if it's not well done in the beginning it's definitely not going to last so everything needs to be like kind of set in stone from the forefront in order for you to get that longevity um, going forward which for special occasions like I said most of the time that's going to fall on the actual stylist it's our job as a professional to make sure that before we leave everything is feeling secure you don't have a bunch of you know frizziness in your hair or you know nothing feels or looks like it's coming undone um and a lot of that boils down to products to be honest um i think for daily use it's kind of the same thing like i at the end of the day you can't you can't change what your hair is right so like if you have hair that does not hold a curl and you know that about your hair there's only so much you can do when it comes to 
like curling it a certain way to like get it to hold. Like for example, I find that like alternating directions for curls helps curls hold a little bit better um, than if you don't alternate them. And then also like ex adding extensions is like another way, you know, to allow someone's hair to kind of like have some extra something to like grasp onto basically to hold that shape. Um, but if you don't want extensions, and you want like your hair basically all flowing in the same direction because it's just kind of like the look that you're going for and your hair doesn't hold a curl very well. I mean, literally products is pretty much all you have for that. Um, and that can be like texture sprays or um, like teasing powders, things like that, um, which literally everybody can use. I have, I have some good ones to recommend um, for anyone that like feels like they have those problems. But if you're the type of person that doesn't like product in your hair, like me, like to be honest, I hate product in my hair. <laughs> and mm -hmm. <laughs> there's, there's only so much you can do, you know, unless you literally want to like bring a portable little curling iron with you and some product wherever you're going. <laughs> right, which is a little much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like most people, when they're getting themselves ready, just like every day, they just you know, they're literally there in the bathroom, they do their thing, they do their hair, and then they don't, they don't do anything to, like, maintain it the rest of the day, you know what I mean? So I guess, like, that's kind of what I mean when I say it stems, like, when you're doing it. Like, you have to do it well at the beginning, or it doesn't, it's not going to have that longevity, and that's the same for special occasions. It's got to be done right literally from the start. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. Um, so then... What do you feel is your most favorite part of being in the hair world? I mean, and there's so many, obviously, sections yeah, yeah. that you go into, um, but what do you feel like is your most favorite part? Oh, my gosh. I Honestly, I just feel like my favorite part is getting to be a part of people's, like, special occasion days. It's so much fun. Like, I especially weddings and stuff. I've always been a huge fan of weddings, like literally anything to do with weddings, um, even growing up. And so like for me to get to have that be a part of my job is so much fun. I truly enjoy it. But even like, like recently I got to do um, hair for, we were doing like, it was like a mock styled shoot basically, um, except the model was actually being proposed to like for real on that, Aww. on that day. And so, yeah, so I got to like witness that and, you know, I got to do her hair so that she looked all pretty for her engagement shoot. And it was just so much fun. It's like things like that, that just, oh man, it makes me love my job so much. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, so what are you personally, you know, looking forward to, this year, next year, moving forward, um, and maybe what are some goals that you might have for yourself? Um, so I'm going through, like, a huge branding thing right now. I just got my website pretty much finished, doing some tweaking, so I'll be, like, rolling that out, um, as well as, you know, I'm starting to do some blogging and just, like, doing other things. So I definitely the branding thing is pretty exciting for me, and that's, and that's new. Um, and will be coming very soon. And then, of course, in the future, um, just kind of expanding out um, and kind of watching the girls that I do end up bringing on the team, kind of watching them grow and develop and 
Um, you know, like I can't wait to see Grace at a point where she's like super advanced. That's going to be so awesome because I got to work with her just from like the start. So that's going to be cool to see with any of the girls that end up coming on the team is just like watching them grow. And then, and of course, with their growth also comes my growth too. So that's going to be super, super exciting. It seems like a ways away, but hopefully it's not. (laughs) I know. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so then I know you were talking products and everything um, yeah, yeah. that kind of hold the hair. Um, what are some of your favorite? Yeah. What are some that you recommend? Yeah, let's talk what about some, some stuff. For sure. Um, <laughs> okay, well, let me start. If you want to start with something that I literally cannot live without, I'm gonna, it's the teasing powder. So um, Big Sexy Hair has something um, called Powder Play. I'm pretty sure you can get it at, like, Sally's. Um, and that stuff is my entire life <laughs> when it comes to bridal styling or just doing anyone's hair. If you have hair that does not hold a curl, um, that is something that you can pretty much sprinkle into like basically almost all over your entire head. And it just creates this kind of um, mild stickiness, but just a little bit of like grip in your hair um, to get it to stay where you put it and so a lot of times I use it yes for teasing um, but I also will like put it in braids um, before I pull the braid apart that way like you know all the little layers and stuff will stay in the braid and won't like poke out and look all janky Um, but yeah I do and for twist too same thing like if I go to like fluff out a twist it's good for making things look like um, fluffy and full including your curls too but it also creates a little bit of hold in it um, without actually using, like, a hairspray. And honestly, even if you, like, sprinkle that stuff at your root and you didn't tease it, you can still, like, sprinkle it and kind of use your fingers to, like, zhuzh it up a little bit, and it'll it'll stay. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a texture spray, except just a little bit grippier and a little bit stickier. But it's kind of the same general concept in terms sure. of how it feels. Um and then texture spray, of course, that's speaking of, um, is also a great way to get curls to hold. Same thing, it just creates a little bit of um, grittiness in your hair to get it to stay. Um, bobby pins, that's another thing. So if you want to put your hair in some form of like a half up, half down, even for like everyday use, or if you're just bobby pinning something into place, crappy bobby pins, <laughs> they ruin everything. <laughs> and your hair will for sure fall out. And so... Uh, once again, I believe Sally's, you can get, um, they're called Metagrip. Um, I think they're in like this, uh, I think it's a blue and black box, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Or, well, actually, no, I lied. Um, I lied, I lied. So they come in like this little clear container, and then the top of it is usually like black. But you can, it's like black, and then the label itself is like gray, I'm pretty sure. Um, so those bobby pins are like my ride or dies. Um, they grip so well they're definitely better than any bobby pin that i personally have ever tried um and good bobby pins really make a huge difference when it comes to holding an actual hairstyle um and then also just knowing how to use the bobby pins there's so many youtube videos about um like how to properly bobby pin into your hair i would literally someone who like does their hair a lot um or who likes to play with their hair and do anything from like buns to half up half down styles i would totally recommend to just like watch a quick youtube video on how to properly bobby pin um 
it's it's definitely worth it because it, it's a game changer when you know how to bobby pin properly. Um, you can get, especially if your hair is really heavy and it falls, like if you put your hair in a bun and it just like weighs down instantly, knowing how to bobby pin right makes a huge difference in that too. Um, and then I think too, like when it's just like knowing how to use your tools um, once again, there's a lot of like content and video out there on like how to properly curl hair now, which is kind of nice. Um, but really, you just want to make sure that you're putting a lot of that heat at your base first and then kind of working the iron down to your ends because the ends of your hair, they're dead. They tend to curl a little bit easier than the actual like base of, of your hair, um, which is like new hair and it's a lot softer most of the time. So I think once again, for someone whose hair doesn't hold a curl really well, I would just make sure to like really get that heat and, you know, um, at the base of your hair and in the mid shaft, just to make sure that you're, you're getting the shape all the way up to your root basically before you start brushing it out. And then I would just make sure that you let it cool too before you brush it all the way out. Um, just finish your whole head and then let it sit for like even just at least a couple minutes before you start messing with it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and isn't the correct way to body pen technically, like, you flip it upside down so the the straight part, well, I guess it depends on the body pen, but... Yeah, like, so the wavy part, mm-hmm. yep, yep, the wavy part goes against your, your scalp. Um, so that is, that is the proper way to place the bobby pin. Um, with bobby pinning, there's a lot of different movement that you can do with it. So let's say that you like put a braid in your hair and like the rest of your hair is down and you just want to like pin the braid back, right? You can like kind of put the bobby pin um, almost like through the middle of the braid. And if you like kind of move the bobby pin up and down almost in like this um, weaving type of like pattern and then kind of like flip it down, not flip it, but like push it down towards your scalp and then really slide it in. Uh, That locks it really well. Most of the time, if I really, really wanted to, just by doing that alone, I can pretty much hold like a fairly good sized braid off of like one bobby pin. Um, I don't obviously because I deal with people's special occasions. So I like make sure it's really pinned, but I'm just saying like if you wanted to. (laughs) Um, So yeah. um, And then there's another like looking which I think is like what you were talking about locking technique, which is basically like you have the, the wavy part of the bobby pin facing like up towards the sky. Um, and then you like, so let's just use a bun for an example. Like if you place into the bun and then push kind of like one direction and then flip the bobby pin and then like put the wavy side on your scalp and then push it back into the bun, basically that's like locking it. And that's like another good way. To, to get it to hold really good. Um, yeah, there's a whole yeah. there's a whole bunch of bobby pinning techniques. Like I said, I mean, it's definitely it's worth watching like a two minute video on YouTube. <laughs> if once again for someone who does their hair like pretty often, or like for someone who has really heavy hair and like likes to wear it in a bun or something like that, it's it's worth it to like know how to use your bobby pins. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, so yeah, definitely watch some videos. Um, but how can we help you then? Um, well, right now, once I actually get my, so right now my Instagram is like my whole life. So even just like a follow on Instagram is everything, but at some point I'm going to be 
officially putting my website onto my Instagram and then just um, I appreciate literally all feedback on that because it's so new. So like even just visiting the website, giving feedback, anything that you liked or didn't like or, um, you know, feel like you would want to see change, um, that is like huge to me. I will seriously consider all notes just because it's so new to me. Um, and then, yeah, I think just like, I don't know, I guess like supporting me as I grow. That's <laughs> really all the support I could really ask for. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, definitely. And then one last nugget that you'd want to leave here with the listeners today. Um, gosh, if I had to leave um, some form of knowledge or a nugget, I would say, um, okay, so even though we are, we are the professionals, um, you, you mess with your hair every single day, right? Like no one knows your hair the way that you do. So when you are looking for someone to style your hair, especially for a special occasion, I would not, I would feel comfortable relaying all knowledge that you have about your hair. If you know that your hair frizzes easily, if you know that your hair you know, does not hold a curl or if you have a little cowlick that creates a bald spot in the back of your head that you just hate or like whatever, everybody has their things, but like whatever your thing is, I think that just like relaying all knowledge about your hair to your stylist um, is important. I, I think that sometimes people feel like they shouldn't tell us things about their own hair because we know better than them, but when it comes to like, you know, longevity of wear and stuff like that, that's not always, always true. And I value anybody telling me things that they think they know about their hair. Cause at the end of the day, even if you tell me that your hair doesn't hold a curl and I can get it to hold a curl, it just shows that like, I'm, I'm the professional. So like, yeah, I was able to curl in a way that maybe you don't, but I appreciate you telling me ahead of time that you struggle to get your hair to hold, you know, like I value that information because I, I use it and it really does change what I'm going to do and how I'm going to style your hair. Same with frizz. If you tell me that your hair frizzes at like the slightest hint of moisture, it's going to change the products that I use in your hair. So that's like all information that we or at least me, that I like to know. So I think that nugget is to communicate about your own hair to the professional so that they know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But Alex, I super, super, super appreciate you being here on the podcast today. It was lovely chatting in with you. Definitely hope to meet you here in person soon. But, uh, yeah, thank you yeah. so much again, and we will definitely chat here Yeah, soon. thank you. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If it did bring you any value at all, please share it on to your friends, your family, anyone who may need to hear it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of the places you guys <laughs> Miranda Madison events off of all the networks thank you guys so much have a wonderful day